the show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Yes, we are here for you. We've got to change that. We have all kinds of things we've got to change because we kind of rebranded recently. Welcome to every mom, dad, child, dog, and the cats too out there. I am Jenny and this is Channel Mom where we encourage moms. We focus on your amazing value as a mother in this world because sometimes the world overlooks it and you're incredibly important. All right, so wondering, are you feeling tired today? Exhausted even? Or maybe you're feeling overworked and stressed out as a mom. If you are a worn out, stressed out, worried mama, we've got some huge help for you today on the show. Popular author Jamie Amarine is going to draw from her new book called Rest Girl to help us moms move from worry and pressure and stress to true life-sustaining rest. We're going to learn about the three parts of the brain that can help us overcome worry and weariness. So stay tuned for some sweet relief. We'll be right back with the witty and wise Jamie Amarine in just one minute. Are you in need of some girl time or maybe a mother-daughter date? We've got just the place for you. Enjoy an afternoon of respite and refreshments with an authentic English tea. Lynn's Tea Shop and Cafe serves a delightful afternoon tea or a delicious breakfast or lunch in their cafe, all at affordable prices. Offering special teas like the chocolate fountain tea or princess tea, there's something for everyone at Lynn's Tea Shop and Cafe in Littleton. For a 10% discount, use the code CHANNELMOM. Visit lynnstea.com. That's lynnstea.com. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom. Whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. All of our listeners around the nation, we're so honored to be on in uh, Omaha and Lincoln, Nebraska, also Oklahoma, Little Rock, Little Rock, Little Rock, Arkansas, Kansas, Colorado Springs, Idaho, and also right here in Denver, Colorado. Grateful for you guys who've been listening to us for like, I don't know, we've been on the air now for about 10 and a half years. All right, just a quick reminder, please go do check out lynnstea.com. My daughter and I had a lovely tea there. It's a great mother-daughter thing or girlfriend thing to do. And they will give you a discount if you go to lynnstea.com and mention channel mom, lynnstea.com. And it's just such a yummy, you know, they have wonderful goodies there. And it's like an authentic English tea. Okay, so here's the deal. Does it seem like you're always worried and tired? Um, You can get some help today from a new book called Rest Girl, a journey from exhausted and stressed to entirely blessed 
We've had her on before. She's a popular author. Her name is Jamie Amarine, and she helps us girls or moms find the rest that lasts a lifetime. But I want to explain something before I read her bio and welcome her on. <laughs> and, and she can weigh in on this in a minute. We're not talking about this kind of rest. I actually think snoring is kind of gross. <laughs> it's just kind of gross. Uh, we're not talking about sleep. We're talking about true rest, which in some ways I think is better. That's what Jamie's here to talk about. So let me just remind you a little bit about who she is. She's an author and speaker and an artist and a wife and a mom. She and her husband, Justin, and they're six kids. She's got six kids. They live in Houston. Uh, she holds a master's of education in counseling and human development. Also, Jamie and Justin are advocates for foster care and adoption. Uh, she had a pretty well-known book called Sacred Ground Sticky Floors, and that is where you can find her, sacredgroundstickyfloors.com. I just got a text from my daughter on my computer, and I realized that I need to turn my volume down on my computer. Welcome to Channel Mom, Jamie Amarine. Glad to have you. Thanks, friend. Yes, yes, yes. Thanks for calling me your friend. That's very nice. Um, it's not Amarine, right? I'm saying Amarine. It's correct, right? Amarine. That's yes. Right. <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. All right. So here's the deal. Last night I was up at, I don't know, midnight and racing through your book because uh, I'm a prideful radio host and I want to say I actually read the book that I'm interviewing about. And then I was thinking as I was reading it, I just want to know what's the big point. So that's the first question I'm going to ask you. If you had to say it in an elevator speech, what's the big point of this book? We only believe with our mouths. <laughs> that what? We really only believe with our mouths. Yeah. Yeah, our mouths. The world, are... is, the world is thinking for us until we take our thoughts captive. I guess this is more than an elevator pitch, but I'm so passionate about it because once you're free, you are free indeed. And... There's just nothing better than having control of our thoughts. And it's rest. Yeah. It's rest when you realize what is going on behind the scenes. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Well, you know, you, yeah, I want to read this poetic sentence that you wrote. Um, and, and then I want you to expand on this a little bit. You say, even after I stepped out of the prison cell of law into the banquet hall of grace, I still was fatigued. And then I, I thought to myself that you talk about our need to get out of a cell, like a prison cell, and, and to be free in order to find our rest. And you also talk about the confusion we live in and about who Jesus is and who God really is. So I want you to explain this kind of jail cell confusion that we live in. Well, I'm just turned 50, so I think it's a lot more, um, there's a lot more to it than some of your listeners might be up against my kids since I've walked in this into this freedom, and it seems like it's so easy for them to completely shift. But the essence of it is that we're confused and, and don't know we're confused. We hear all these opinions and then doubts and fears and worries, and then we have our own doubts and fears and worries. And, worried about our kids and their doubts and fears and worries. Right. It's all of that going on in our brains and then with our mouths, and especially within the Christian species, we have, Jesus will help me, Jesus will help me, and we say that. But, and there's no, you know, I say this in all my books, I think, there is no but in a perfect I love you. That's a contingent love, you know. Mm -hmm. It's 
it, it means you have to behave a certain way or be a certain way in order for me to love you, and then you feel the same way. And Jesus never gave us a bet. He was, I love you still, unto my death, still. Yeah. And um, so we have that, and it does some comfort. But with all the things going on in our minds, running 90 miles an hour and our phones feeding us, you know, on the second updates and bad news and more bad news and someone else's opinion. And then those opinions are also viral and they have music and lights and filters. We have all that going on. And our minds are so stimulated by that. These words of a Jesus that's going to save us are then backed up by the times that maybe he didn't answer the way we wanted him to, or we witnessed someone else um, pass away or end up very sick or something horrible happened, or the subconscious is kind of knocking on that door going, yeah, well, that didn't work out before, so what do we have that is concrete? What's going to really help us out of this jam? So then we're arguing between our subconscious and our conscience, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and we're stressed. We're releasing cortisol and adrenaline, and um, I compare it to laying in our lazy bear, lazy boy recliners being chased by a bear and yeah. in the safety of our homes, never even realizing how much of our brain is running scared. Running for solutions. Right. And I want and I want to get to this exercise and some exercises that you give people. Because I'm an expert at what you're just talking about there. Lying in the lazy chair and a bear's you know, trying yeah. to chase me while I'm lying down in the chair. Um mm-hmm. I promised people some things in this particular interview that you were going to give us the secrets to finding life sustaining rest that we could discover how to walk out of that stress and, and into being blessed and to overcome this current climate of worry. So I want to say something about that and about where I come from. And then I want you to give us these techniques that have to do with our subconscious and our conscious mind battling. And, and I just, I love this message because you're taking something that I've been saying for years to the next level, which is if we really believed the Bible, we wouldn't walk around stressed and freaked out and, and fearful. So, so two quick things, and then I want you to, t- to tell people about this technique that you've come up with and, and, and this realization that you've come up with. First of all, we have raised a banner of fear over this country in the last year and a half. And it's, it's the thing we bow down to more than anything, more than God even. And I think there's a falseness to that. And it, it bothers me. And I'm not discounting all of the bad that's happened. But, but some of the bad has been in response to fear. And, mm-hmm. and, and I know that you've written this book for such a time as this. And then secondly, you know, we, we do have bad things happen to you, to us. And I've been through stuff and I, you know, I went through a miscarriage and, and three years ago I had breast cancer and praise God it was stage one, but still it was that fearful C word. And, and, and God has entered me into this new season of daughter, I am going to help you with this fear thing because so much of it is false. And then I began to read your book and I thought, this is just one more thing God is giving me. So I want you to talk about that that struggle that we have between the conscious and the subconscious and how we stay in that subconscious and it's a place that we're comfortable with and we don't get to the reality of who Jesus says he is and how much he loves us and how much God loves us and that he really has made us some incredible promises that we don't live in. So I want you to talk about that. Oh, well, there's so much. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to inundate people, but it really does come down to our motives come from love or fear. And the word love is actually not even big enough for the feeling. I just, I wish I could just show this because my heart just raced when I said that. Like, to understand 
that fear, creating fear, over and over and over and over with with worst case scenarios, and are a way that our our body, our mind, is trying to resolve it. Yeah, it's it, and and I I I turn on this carefully. You said I have a master's degree in education and counseling, but I am not a scientist by any means. But all of this has come so fully together, and I feel so happy and grateful to be free of that space where I was doing that. But I compare it to, like, when you get a song stuck in your head, and it's just row, row, row your boat, and you never get past gently down the stream, da 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 Yeah. And they say, you know, well, play it out. Like, play the whole song so that your your brain has, like, resolution. Yeah. And what I realized was is that I would get these worries, these concerns, and I'd start down this road where my mind was running ninety to nothing. And you so somebody will go, Are you listening to me? Or you end up at Target and you didn't even remember driving there. What were you doing? Yeah. You know, what what was going on there? And it was running worst case scenarios. And so my first technique is actually running a best case scenario. And actively going, okay, I'm running, I know this is, so this could happen, or this could happen, or this could, ha- could happen, but all of those are actually ways that the subconscious is going, how are we going to get out of this? What's the escape route? And so by doing a what if wow instead, so um, I use the example of a custody battle, and this lady just kept thinking, what if I never see my kids again? What if this happens? What if this happens? And I suggested, what, what if the best thing happens? And she started doing that and the argument is made, you know, well, that's not actively preparing for the worst. Well, why would you prepare for the worst? That's not what you were promised. So prepare for the best and then work from there. Because when you're preparing for the best, when you have chemicals in your body that are, you know, endorphins that uplift and make you feel good, you're more likely to come up with a better idea, a new strategy, be enlightened, be given a gift of you know, this is your answer, clear as day. When you're hopped up on cortisol and adrenaline and freaking out, you're like a rabbit being chased through the woods. And what does a rabbit do? It dodges in and out. It's all over the place. And then it goes behind the hides. That's not the promises. That's not what we were promised. And so there, within that, there is no condemnation in me saying that as, under any circumstances, because I did it too. However, that was when I realized if I really believed I, I actually would be planning for the best case scenario. Yeah. If I really believed that all things, all things are possible. If I believed that and felt that belief, I wouldn't need a worst case scenario. And it didn't turn me into like a wizard or anything. I still yeah. was like, you know, I actually Monday had a beautiful day on launch day. This was my fourth book launch and I've never had a beautiful lunch day. Now, Tuesday, I lost my ever-loving mind. That was part of my releasing it. And I say this, you know, the download was fast. The book poured out of me. I have been living for it, by it for a year and have never felt such relief and true companionship. Um, but it's kind of like a fizzy pop of a champagne bottle when you have waited that long for something. And so I did lose it. And so I went to my next favorite tool, which is a gratitude blitz. And I just started giving thanks, which also releases feel-good chemicals. 
and I was able to completely organize in my mind what I was feeling, and that's what I was feeling. It's, okay, the book's going to be here, the book's going to be here, the book's going to be here. The book's here. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, some people sent me flowers and congratulated me and stuff, but it's, you know, that. Right. Those feelings, they're real feelings. But I acknowledge those feelings, and I don't eat those feelings. I don't, you know, I, I let myself have a good cry. I I. I am fulfilled in a different way, and so I know that it's possible. Well, and, and you, that to me is so yeah, delightful. It, it it is, and you've convinced me as I've been reading the book. I thought I think she really has made a change and walked out of that cell into mm-hmm. into a new freedom. And and I do think moms in particular, and and myself included, are, are wired and and for worrying. I bet Kelly's going to agree. He's he's the dad of what five kids. Um, moms are wired for worrying, worst case scenarios, fear-filled mom lives. And mm-hmm. and it's hard for us to let go of those. And you're basically saying instead of what if the worst, what if wow. And and I want you to speak into this because I am a believer Look, I can look back at my life having gone through things like miscarriages and and big disappointments and some disappointments still continuing and having gone through breast cancer and all those things and having gone through this last year and a half and say, I cannot say that God has ever let me down. I can't say it. And I've had about a billion worries and fears that have not come true. And Jesus asked us again and again and again in the Bible to not fear. And God promises us again and again and again in the Bible that he loves us and that perfect love casts out all fear. So I'm at a place, Jamie, and I'd love you to speak into this based on your theories of, of gratitude and, and what if wow and, and just trusting God and his word and, and rearranging our subconscious mind by doing that. I think that's the correct way to say it. I want to know what you think of my thesis that God really does want us to get past fear. To, 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 and it's okay. Like, you're not a condemner. You're like, if you need to cry, if you need to be afraid for a second, that's okay. There's no condemnation. But, but if Jesus asks us again and again in scripture to not fear, isn't a thing we can actually get over with, you know, get over with, with faith and trust? Or, or do you not believe that? I mean, I believe that 100% because I'm experiencing it. Uh-huh. And I am completely willing to admit that their words. So, okay, and I have a terrible singing voice, but there you go. So if I A, B, C, D, E, F, G, no, 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 that allows me to spell. I know that. Okay? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Same vibrational feeling, right? Mm-hmm. On earth as it is in heaven? Yeah. Come on, Jenny. Yeah. He literally says, go ahead and ask. Why would he tell us to ask? And then not only ask, but believe as if you received, and it will be given unto you. And we go, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, our Father, heart, and heaven. Right. Be this, is not, this is not a criticism. This is the difference that I have discovered between cultural habits, routines, language, and feeling belief. And belief, so if we were standing together at the little tea shop and I said to you, can I have a piece of your scone? And you can give me that. Yeah. But if I said to you, could you please give me a piece of your belief? You can tell me all sorts of things, but we don't learn from words unless we feel what those words mean. Yeah. So to believe is a feeling. It's something we have in us. And when you hear somebody that believes they saw a UFO, and, or believe that they were kidnapped by aliens, and they know if they know if I know that that happened to them because that was terrifying, and they felt it. 
it doesn't matter what they say. You're not going to believe that until you can feel the experience. Yeah. And if we have this once and done dunked routine, which is part of our cultural belief that culture is not the same as relationship. I'm married to Justin, but you have no idea how crazy we are about each other. You couldn't fathom that unless you were with us for a little bit, but even then you couldn't experience what we have. And what I have come to believe is that every single one of us has that available to them with their creator who says there's nothing to be afraid of on earth as it is in heaven. Believe as if you have received, knock, seek, ask, find Yeah. my peace I give unto you. Yeah. Do not copy the, the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. And perfect love casts out all fear. <laughs> right. But what we do, Jenny, is then we go, oh, I wish I could be more like Jesus. And yes. so then we go belly button digging, and what are we doing? We're looking at the worst of us. The best of us is the part that spills over and is overflowing in what is good and pleasing and perfect, because that's what we were created for. The strife is internal. The strife and the fear, and you can say, well, it's, you know, chemotherapy, or it's my child is sick, or my marriage is falling apart, you know? Within you, everything within you is there for peace and comfort and delivery to the next good thing. And it is about expecting that, which I've been writing a lot about, and I know that that's a heavy word. So if you can't expect God, then hope in God, that's fine. Think of these two words, I hope, I expect. And think about what expectation does for belief. Right, you know, expectation just takes you to that next level of, I know it's coming. I know that his goodness is available. It's on it. I know that I can get through this because he always answers. I agree with you, and and I felt like the Holy Spirit whispered to me. I don't know, six months a year ago. You're afraid to hope, and He was <laughs> showing me that. You've got about ninety seconds left, and then we're going to tell people how to find you in the book. But what would you say to the mom that says, okay, I want to learn how to change my subconscious mind and not stay in that habitual place and speak God's word and feel it instead of the feeling of fear. And, and he's told me this is truth, and yet somehow my feelings don't embrace it. You talk about what if, wow, you talk about gratitude. I just want to give you the last little word of you can do this. You can get past your subconscious fears and worries that rule your life. You got to feel it. And it's not hard to feel it when you mean it. So you got a baby, look into that baby's eyes for seven seconds. Make contact. If you're autism mamas, I hear you. Close your eyes. Do not let the world take the spirit that you know and raised in your body to face this world, even if it's hard, and connect with feeling gratitude, feeling that connection of love, of electricity, and feel it so your subconscious takes notice. When she says the name of Jesus, she means it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It changes everything. You're right. I love that, that your subconscious has automatic reactions, and you're saying if you can retrain it. It, it then mm-hmm. says, oh, she's feeling this when she, when she says this, and so now mm-hmm. we don't have to go to the flight or fight thing or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, right. Yeah, good, good stuff. So, Jamie, tell – fabulous – Thank you. You're, you're my friend. You and I have talked about doing things together and then we get too busy and then we don't do things together, but maybe someday we can. Um, <laughs> please tell, and by the way, good 
by you for getting Whoa Susanna to, to write your, your forward. We've had her oh, on. She's, she's fabulous. Fine. Yeah. Yes, um, so tell us how to find you in the book, my dear. So you can find the book at any major retailer. And I usually point people to Amazon because they'll recommend my other books a lot along with it. And then I'm also, um, my website is sacredgroundstickyfloors.com. Okay. And on Facebook, if you just go to Jamie Amory and Sacred Ground Sticky Floors, that's my that's my people. Okay, awesome. And I'm on Instagram at Jamie Amory, and then also with Katie Amory at changeyourmindchangeeverything.org, where we offer um, uh, courses and workbooks for um, social media, helping your child navigate a world that's more cyber than real, and also um, our response to the deconstruct purity culture, because if you tear something down, you have to put them back up. Yeah, yeah. Hey, girl, thank you so much for being with me. God bless you and your family, and I hope this book does well and really, truly blesses people. Thanks for being on Channel Mom, Jamie. Thank you, Jamie. I like you. Bye. Okay, bye. Um, I think she just said she likes me, so that's kind of cool. Uh, this is the time in the show that I remind you you're immensely important as a mom. My kids, they're 23 and 19, and they've just been reaching out to me today. You still mother. They still need you. you you've changed the world by the way in which you raise your children. The world needs you. You're a blessing and, a, and you're sacrificing, and I thank you for that. Hey, we just had our first graduate class of moms in prison. They took our curriculum. It changed their lives. They're reconnected with their kiddos. If you would like to check out all the things we do for moms, please go to channelmom.org. You can pray for us. You can support us. We need donations to keep these things going. Channelmom.org. Hey, you guys, I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful weekend. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you. Enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio. And if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.